This passage, Mark 8, 34 to 38, is one of the most important passages about Christian discipleship or following Jesus in all the New Testament. So we want to know from our study, what does it mean to come after Jesus, to follow Jesus? What does it mean to deny ourselves? What does it mean to take up our cross? And then how does Jesus provide incentives for this? So, Father, as we look at this tremendously important verse that has motivated and strengthened millions of Christians, including martyrs and those who are the most deeply devoted to you, grant us eyes to see the motives and eyes to see the meaning of this command and make us followers who deny ourselves and take up our cross. Make us that way, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get the big picture. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For... Whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake in the Gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So there is a command and there are four arguments, four incentives, four motivations, four foundations. So don't miss, just from the structure itself, how massively significant this is. Don't ever think that Jesus said, just do it. I told you to come after me. I told you to follow me. I told you to deny yourself. Don't ask for reasons. Don't ask for motives. Just do it. Jesus never talks that way. Look at all these. Do it for this reason. 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 (laughs) This is amazing. Jesus does not want us to obey just because he has authority. He wants us to see his reasons that he asks you to do things, indeed commands you to do things. So let's take this first session just on the on the command, and then we'll devote other sessions to the to the foundation. So let's get a little less on the screen here. If anyone would come after me, and that come after there is the same word follow as here. Probably it's translated come after so that it doesn't sound redundant, which it is. If anyone would follow me, let him do three things. One, deny himself, two, take up his cross, and three, follow me. So you can see how redundant it is. If anyone would follow me, let him follow me. But what that shows you is that these two in the middle are really where the emphasis falls. 
If anyone would follow me, well, follow me this way. Follow me with self-denial. Follow me with taking up your cross and cross-bearing. So let's linger over those for a few minutes. Let's take this one. Take up your cross. What do you know about the cross from the New Testament? It was a horrible instrument of execution, right? It was done by the Romans. The Jews couldn't do it. The Romans did it, and they nailed you to a cross, and they let you hang there until you suffocated, or if you didn't suffocate, they broke your legs. It was a horrible way to die. And Jesus says, you want to be my disciple? You want to come after me and follow me? Then pick up your cross, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bear a cross and die. You now take up your cross. So what would that mean? I tried to just think about implications of a cross on my shoulder. It would mean official opposition, because it wasn't a mob violence. This was something that they did in an official capacity. This was execution of a criminal. So be ready to be, to be treated like a criminal and dealt official opposition. It was utterly shameful. You were stripped naked, beaten, hung up for everybody to see. It involved unspeakable suffering. And it led to death. So at least those four things are implied in taking up your cross. Are you willing to endure official opposition? Are you willing to be shamed? Are you willing to suffer? And are you willing to die for me? Notice this is for my sake and the Gospels. This is not random suffering. Are you willing to to endure that for me. That's what he's saying. If you are, you can be my disciple. If you're just playing games with me, if you're not willing to die and suffer and be shamed and be opposed with me, then you can go follow somebody else. Self-denial. What is that? Well, the self <laughs> does not like these four things, right? The self says, no way, I don't want to be opposed, I don't like being shamed, I do not like suffering, and I don't want to die, so I'm out of here. And self-denial would mean, no, Mr. Self, I know you don't like these things, but I'm saying no to you. Now, did you hear that? I'm saying no to you, self. Well, who, who's the I? That's a self. So clearly implied in my denying myself or him denying his self, himself is that there are two selves and there are. And one of them is to be denied that the old self that says, I want to live opposition free, shame free, suffering free, death free. Thank you very much. I'm out of here. That old self dies. It, when the cross goes on the back of that old self, it is over. And so the new self is saying, I want Jesus more than I want to be free from opposition. I want Jesus and the gospel more than I want shame-free life and more than I want to be free from suffering, more than I want death. 
There is an I here, which, which leads us to this paradox of St. Augustine. He said, St. Augustine said, if you love your soul, there is a danger of its being destroyed. Therefore, you may not love it. Since you do not want it to be destroyed, but in not wanting it to be destroyed, you love it. This is the, this is the paradox of self-denial. And what it means is there are two selves, and the old self is put to death and is denied, but there is a new self, and that new self does choose life. It chooses Christ. It chooses gospel. It chooses eternity. It chooses salvation. So next time we'll look at whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake in the gospels will save it. And Jesus is clearly appealing to our desire to save our life. So this I wants life just as much as this I. But this I sees life through suffering with Jesus, and this one sees it through escaping from Jesus. And so there is no ultimate self-denial because we are opting in Jesus' way to save our lives.